routine. Let us not become weary in well-doing. Oh, God, you are worthy. You're still worthy of my best praise. Regardless of how I feel, you are mighty. You're making a way. You are holy. You are worthy, God. Yes. the first and the last the beginning and the end he is the keeper of creation and the creator of all he is the architect of the universe and the manager of all things he always was he always is and he always will be unmoved unchanged undefeated and never undone he was bruised and brought healing he was pierced and eased pain he was persecuted and brought freedom he was dead and brought alive he is risen and brings power he reigns and brings peace the world can't understand him the armies can't defeat him. The schools cannot explain him. The leaders cannot ignore him. The Pharisees could not confuse him. And the people could not hold him. He is light, love, longevity, and Lord. He is goodness, kindness, gentleness, and God. He is holy, righteous, mighty, powerful and pure he was an aright his word is eternal he will he is unchanging he is my redeemer he is my savior he is my god and he is my peace his name is jesus oh thank you lord my Lord and my God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. My, my, my. What a God we serve. Oh, hallelujah. Do you love him? Oh, just lift your voices right now. Praise that name. That name that is above all names. Ha, <laughs> ha. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Going to prayer this morning for Bill May. Steve, heavy. Brother Dickie scheduled for surgery tomorrow. Toby Gonzalez, Wendy Russian, Nelda Doss. Evan Cation, Jude Bryant, Wendy May, Connie Ira, and Kyle Sanders. And if you have an unspoken request, if you will call that out to the Lord. And if you have a need in prayer in your body, third chapter. 
of Revelations, the last church before the return of the Lord, the Laodicean church. They said, we are rich and increased with goods. We have need of nothing. Do you have a need this morning? With this many people here, I know that there are many needs. So don't stand back and say, I have need of nothing. If you need prayer in your body, come forward right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus name. Praise God. Oh God, you are God, you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. Jesus' name.
one more, one more. I will give you all my worship. I will give you all my praise. You alone, I long to. intimately for the things he's done in your life when he saw you and no one else did when he loved you and no one else did that's the God we serve this morning God that has the whole world in his hands but he's the God that has you personally in his hands that sees the bigger picture but that sees you and sees every detail of your life and everything that you need he sees it so I'm grateful for it in Jesus name in Jesus name you may be seated there is a beautiful spirit in this place this morning and so I'm going to let you know of some announcements, some things going on. We're going to take our tithe and our offering, give our ability to, an opportunity to give monetarily and financially to the Lord and to the church this morning as we move through this service. But tonight we have Brother Josh Tingley ministering to us. That is something you will want to be there. It's at 6 p.m. tonight. Be there and be blessed by that ministry. Then on the 13th, Wednesday night, Brother Brad Davis will be here. And we know that is always a phenomenal time here whenever he's ministering. Then on the 14th, we have XO Marriage at 6 p.m. And I believe there's a sign-up sheet in the foyer. On the 17th is going to be Youth Sunday. So Youth Sunday is not tonight. It's going to be the 17th, 
so this next coming Sunday evening at 6 p.m. And then on the 18th through the 22nd is General Conference in Indianapolis, Indiana. So a prayer for those that are traveling and that will be blessed and strengthened by that conference. And then we have on the 21st is Ladies United Fellowship. That will be at High Cotton and Sister Dot Lipscomb will be ministering. And that will be, there's a sign-up sheet in the foyer as well for that. And then on the 23rd, Journey Girls will be meeting at the Shoemakes House. So let her know if you are planning to go to that, ladies. And then we have on the 24th is our mission pledge will be due. On the 24th also is Care Group 4 luncheon. And on the 30th, North Texas District Northeast Section Ladies Conference. Say that three times fast. It's going to be at Grace Fellowship in McKinney. So make sure you are signed up going to that. Plan to be there, ladies. And then also... Um, our Move the Mission offering cards are in the foyer. We talked about it last week, and you may have seen it. We have the board out here to the right in the foyer right before you get into Children's Church, and it has numbers from 1 to 100, and what you do is you will take one of those cards. We have offering envelopes there right next to it. You can place it in that envelope, and whatever number you grab is what you are pledging to give. So if you grab the 1, you are pledging $1. If you're pledging the 100, you were pledging $100. Yes. You can add so much to it. <laughs> you can add everything to it if you want. And so that is something, it's really great. And Move the Mission, it was Sheaves for Christ. And so it is our yearly uh, donation that we raise, the youth raises. So Move the Mission is a fundraising ministry of the youth ministries of United Pentecostal Church International. And since it was it began in 1953, it has raised over $166 million for missions. It's a phenomenal ministry. And you think, what does that give to? What does it give? And so it gives the ability to give a car to a missionary. And actually, probably tonight, you will hear of some blessings that Move the Mission gave with Brother Josh Tingley Ministers. And uh, they were also able this past year to, through the fundraising, through the ministries, to buy an airplane for a missionary to be able to go to areas he was not able to go to anymore to spread the gospel to people who could not hear the gospel. But now, through the giving of people just like us, giving to move the mission of taking a $5 card and giving, people are able to hear the gospel. And so that's what we can do. That's something that we can give is we can decide to grab a card and give to move the mission. We may not go out to Haiti. We may not go out to the mission field, but we can help move the mission by our offering today. I believe it. And if we clear out that board by only giving what the numbers are, that's $5,050. I believe we can do it. Amen. Amen. I believe it. And so if you want to rush out there and grab one, I can stall and I can tell some jokes. But they won't be good, so you better hurry. But I am excited for this. I'm excited for this fundraiser. And I truly believe that we're going to move the mission and the kingdom is going to be blessed because of it. And then our final thing is we need money and candy donations for the superhero night that the children's ministry is doing. So get some candy. That's going to be great. Drop it off in the uh, church kitchen. This is in place of our fall festival this year. And then also we'll have jams every Wednesday evening. And so that is it for the announcements. If the ushers could come, we're going to take our tots and our offering. Father, I thank you for what we've already felt in this place this morning. Your presence is moving. And God, I pray that we're able to tap into what you are doing. To take advantage of the spirit that is here and allow you to minister to us. So God, I pray that you bless what's given. And you bless the giver and anoint pastor as he ministers this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
seated today we're just thinking about how time goes so quickly it is so beautiful to watch time unfold such a great and wonderful future for those who are looking unto Jesus the author of the whole operation called life earth the universe and heaven it is momentous to think that a God would create such an awesome plan and then give us a choice as to whether we wanted to walk in the plan to live Paul said is Christ and to die in Christ is better than living here he uses the term it is gain meaning significantly greater more beautiful, more powerful, more wonderful. So it is that we gather in places such as this to harness the energies, not only of the sun, not only of the air, but the spirit and truths that created all of the above. You are indeed, and we are indeed a blessed people to have that kind of open door. Could we praise him again for that opportunity? Father, our minds, our hearts, our hands, our visions are focused on you today. We absolutely have been invited to the greatest phenomenon called the Bride of Christ, the Church of the Living God, and the glory of a Redeemer. Praise God. Can you smile at somebody close as if to say, I like you? Today I really do wish I had the words that could truly give to you what you've been looking for in victory. So often we find victory in different packages, in different plans, in different places. But the limitations of victory in this world 
are only for a short while. The great phenomenons of sports, one year it's one person or one group, and the next year somebody else rises up. But there is no competitor against Christ in you, the hope of glory that can cause you to fail unless you surrender your rights to another inferior power. The superior power of life is found in the breathing. I hardly ever feel my lungs moving, but they do a tremendous job day in, day out and give me opportunity to be a partner with the mighty God through the blood of Jesus and the power of his spirit called the Holy Ghost. Could you praise him for the Holy Ghost? Father, we thank you for the spirit of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it, the Holy Ghost. Thank you, you called it Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so today we revere the birth of that spirit in our life. And should there be anybody in this building that has not received or been born again of the water and the spirit, that this day their faith would rise to elemental glories and that they would be baptized in your name filled with your spirit and ready to fly out of here should the rapture take place in Jesus name praise God I wish you'd look at your neighbor and just say what if there's a lot of what ifs in life Romans the third chapter and the third verse for what if some did not believe, shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Romans, Paul writes to the church in Rome, and again he uses the phrase, Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor and then verse 22 he says what if God willing to show his wrath and to make his power known endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he hath afore prepared unto glory. Verse 24, even us whom he hath called. If you've been called to God, would you just like to thank him right now just for the call? Thank you, God, for the invitation. Thank you for whatever you had to do to get me in a presence of your power 
to say, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden and burdened down with care. I will give you rest. I will never forget it. And I will never be unthankful. And I will always be grateful for the fact that you have given me the privilege to help others to find the door that leads to life everlasting. He, let's just praise him. There is such an envelopment of his spirit in this house right now. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, this would be a great time to do it because I'm telling you there is an aura of his glory on this facility today. Your prayers have invited his glory. Father, I thank you. Beyond words, my heart bleeds the thankfulness of this great crowd of people that have come to live in your presence, to walk with you through this world and live in a new body that will never suffer one other privation. I thank you for that privilege. Verse 25, and as he saith also in O.C., I will call them my people, which were not my people. And her beloved, I will call her beloved, which was not beloved. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, You are not my people, there shall they be called the children of the living God. You are seeing in that verse and the summation of those preceding it, the heartbeat of almighty God wrapped in human flesh. God is a spirit. No man hath seen God. Men and women can try to make him a third person in the Godhead, but he is not. He was in Christ Jesus. That's the reason that that body resurrected out of the graveyard. God is a spirit. The Holy Ghost is a spirit. Jesus incarnated, lived with that phenomenal spirit that he is providing in the book of Romans here. And he is saying, ye are not my people, are those that were not my people. There shall they be called the children of the living God. Being born again. Is not a Pentecostal thing. It happened on the day of Pentecost. And for that reason many people call themselves Pentecostal. Nothing wrong with that. But if you never truly identify with being a child of God. You will only do what people that are Pentecostal do. Christ in you the hope of glory. Models the power structure of God. In us through the Holy Ghost. That spirit that rises up. That brings the credentials of truth to your mind. There they activate in your hands. In your voice. In your feet. How you dress. How you talk. It is a tremendous phenomenon. That God is living in any of us. And we call it. 
the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost because Christ in you, the hope of glory, is phenomenal. The Bible uses the term, we are saved by hope. So when you refer to the idea, the hope of glory, you're referring to the realization that hope maketh not a shame. The word shame means naked, incomplete, or lacking. And so when we talk about, I have hope, it's not about just a word that it might happen. I have hope it's going to happen because my hope is going to touch the powers of the universe, the glories of the Almighty God, the victory of the resurrection of the dead. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not some little groupie that we're getting together with. We are coming together in the Word of God, in the awesome power of God, and the awesome finale of this life, and we have a reason to... Get up and get with it and have a great life and enjoy going through the things that the enemy would like to call putting you in prison, confining you, hopeless, helpless, weak, and undernourished. It is the privilege and the promise of God. I will raise you up in the last days, though the powers of hell try to come against you. I will give you power of a sound mind. I will give you power to overcome the wicked one. And thus you see eight times in the book of Revelation, to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life. To him that overcometh will I give to give a, a, new, a new name. To him that overcometh eight times. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not just some little one-day thing. We are inviting ourselves by the call of the Holy Ghost to eat the bread of life and to exercise ourselves unto godliness is the way the Bible refers to it. So come ye and praise his name with a loud voice. Praise him in a hand clap. Praise him in a dance. Praise him with joy. Praise him with victory. I'm telling you, it's not about being a little Pentecostal. It is a Pentecostal movement and we come into the glorious presence of the Almighty God and we have the bread of life and we have the wine of the spirit and we get drunk on the Holy Ghost and say you can't whip me Mr. Devil I'm here to tell you I'm a part of the king and I am a part of the kingdom and I know in whom I have believed I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed unto him against the day of the Lord that's why you want to get your whole self on the altar and crucify the flesh and the lust there of and get up resurrection power and say I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me oh somebody ought to stand and give him the kind of praise he deserves for this kind of realization hallelujah 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 this is only the prelude of what all God's got let's look a little back again verse 22 of Romans what if God willing to show his wrath and to make his power known endured 
with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction. Could I tell you that God suffers with you? You ever suffered in life? Oh, I know you have. But he said, I will be there. And what if he weren't? You couldn't take it. But what if The Redeemer can satisfy the negative emotions and fulfill the positive faith that we have in Him. Faith is simply connecting yourself with something that will be an assistant. If you have faith in your car, and your car breaks down, your faith goes away. If you have faith in God, he's never going to go away unless you turn loose and turn your back on him and say, I want to do it my way, which was the Elvis Presley style. I did it my way. Well, Mr. Elvis Presley belonged to a United Pentecostal church in Tupelo, Mississippi. Mr. Elvis Presley sang in the choir of the United Pentecostal church in Tupelo, Mississippi. And he said, I don't need that anymore. I'll let the world feed me. And that he did. Wow. One of our former parishioners here went to see Mr. Presley out at the, what's the boys club? Is that, was that it? Is that, is that where it was, Brother Bristow? Isn't that amazing? 
But only God could get Sister Bristow passed all of that into his arms where she lives today, cradled in the heavens. Brother Bristow, that's one of the greatest joys in the world, that that voice was not near as great as the other voice, the voice of the real king, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, and a joy unspeakable, full of glory. What if he had not come? What if he didn't invite you? What if he had no plan? What if he had no heaven? What if it's in the book? And we all know it is because we have already invisibly but visibly in our mind have read it too many times. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the Word became flesh. And so we have a particular realization that God came to this world in flesh so the world could see our God in flesh and how he could control flesh and make flesh so superior to the glory of birth. You weren't born to live in weakness. You were never born to live in isolation. You were never born to live with so much frustration. You were not born to live inferior. You were born so that you would have a choice. A choice whether or not you would like to look unto Jesus or you would trust in flesh. Ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Meyer is here for one reason today and I'm here to tell you this flesh is going to corrupt. This flesh is going to fall apart but I'm going to tell you that the king of kings is in the house today he's invisible but his glory has been revealed in the singing his glory has been revealed in the worship his glory is going to follow you home I want the fullness of God in my life and I want it for you I said I want it for you I'm not bragging this morning, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of other things I could be doing rather than just preaching. I'm not worried about all of the other stuff. What I want to concern myself with, Brother Aaron, how tall are you? Come here, man. Dear goodness, I hate standing around with these tall people. My dad was six foot two, so he was only two inches shorter. And you have no idea how many people would walk up to me and say, what happened to you? Why come some inferior thing because I'm not six foot four? No. Let me tell you what is so cool. David was just a little boy. And God used a little bitty boy and a little bitty sling. Do you really believe that story? 
you really believe that, then you can believe that he's coming back. And there's not going to be any big eyes and little U's. We're all going to be kings and priests forever in the kingdom of God that is going to rule and reign. I want to get the vision clear. I want us to understand it's not a mystical, opaque, and foggy thing right now. It is a realization. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the Word is alive in this house now. So all you have to do is read the beauties of the Old Testament, what he did then, and then read the prophets and what he's going to do because they said that they voice of God. And so you got the understanding that in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. There are several prophets in the Bible that talk about the same Messiah. They talk about the same victory. They talk about the same future. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a little dance in you, at least wiggle your head a little bit and say, Jesus, look down. Here I am looking up. I'm not going to be cast down. I'm going to rise to my superiority in the kingdom of God. If we don't get going here I'm going to run out of time all too often things of spiritual and godly nature are used in the slightest of ways too much of the time God woke me up I just wrote it down because I didn't want to miss a beat of it too much of the time general thoughts about God end in little or no allegiance thus little change in life or hope the ifs have got to go if what we've got to do is replace it with is, will, God, will, God is the ever-present help in the time of the need. When the doctor comes in and says, there's nothing else I can do for you, there's no hope. But when God walks in and breathes the word and the spirit into your life, he said, I am the resurrection and I am the life. And no man gets to the source or father but by me. So I am the door. I am the way. And he that knocketh on the door, I will open the door, and he shall come in, and I will sup with him, and he will sup with me. 
I'm here to tell you the trigger is already off whenever you turn faith on and you say, I will not die the death of a sinner. I will live in the hands of God. And though I have to go through the graveyard, there is no, no weapon formed, not even death, that can stop you from rising in the resurrection. Ladies and gentlemen, there ought to be a bursting shout in our voice every morning. Whether I live or whether I die, and he is the resurrection and the resurrection is going to take place in a phenomenal world. So he said, let me tell you what you got to do. Lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. It's so easy to start worrying. It's so easy to say, well, oh, so-and-so seems to be getting by. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to heaven on so-and-so's credentials. You're going on the name of Jesus. You're going in the power of the resurrection. You're going to live forever because he is a heavenly place. Ladies and gentlemen, don't trust in flesh. Don't trust in horses. That's what the book says. Some trust in horses, some in chariots. But we have one thing. We have remembered the name of the Lord. Somebody shout his name. Jesus. Neither is there salvation in any other. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Ladies and gentlemen, the word saved has a lot of connotation. Saved from. Saved into. Saved is a big deal. When you're broke and somebody gives you 10, you feel saved. But that doesn't mean that that $10 bill is going to last the rest of your life. You better lay up treasure somewhere. And so we're laying up our treasures up in heaven. And we're going where neither moth nor decadence of any sort is going to worry us. Up there is not going to be any weakness, Sister Tammy. Would you mind doing something for me? Would you just kneel right there and look toward that pulpit? Just kneel right there and look up toward that pulpit. Do you remember how you at count meeting sort of shook your hand and waved the preacher on? I sort of imitate that right there, would you? Do you know that your church has been represented well? At two count meetings in Texas, Dallas, nonetheless? Are you glad you were here so she could come be a part of our world? Do you know that there are hundreds that would like to be in that tremendous level of praise? Because of a relationship with the King of Kings, 
the Lord of Lords. Some people praise him like he's just another little doorway to another little venue. That's not who he is. He is the fountain of living water. He is the lamb slain from the foundation of the earth. God had a plan way before Jesus was born. God would never be caught without a plan. He provided the law and all the sacrifices in the Old Testament to prove to those people one thing. You can't make it just by things. You need a spirit. Now, many of them did make it because they were obedient to do what they were told to do. So they lived in the faith. But then you move over to the 11th chapter of Hebrews and you see these all died in the faith. And then you understand that faith is the connection. It is all phenomenal to have plugs all over this place. And it's phenomenal to have all kind of... Uh, air conditioning and lighting and all of that, but until it's plugged in, both are non-essentials. You've got to connect. Being born again is a whole lot more than just talking in tongues. There's a lot of people that, talk, that, that get plugged in for about 20 minutes or an hour and they talk in tongues and they get baptized in the name of Jesus. But then they go do their own thing. They go give flesh the operating powers and then they turn back to the flesh to try to make life work. And then they claim an experience. I can tell you that making a $1,000 is a wonderful feeling, but I'm going to tell you that most of the time, if you're not careful, it runs out. I doubt seriously if anybody in here has got the first 1000 they made. We spend it, and so do we life. We are given life at birth. We are given a choice as we rise up in life. We are given an option, and no man, no man will have to face God and or will be able to face God and say, you never gave me a chance. You don't start at being born again of the water and the spirit. You start by listening to a voice from another world. You don't let this world take you. No. You, all you got to do is see the illustrations. Then, what if there was no door? You just had a nice little air-conditioned place, a nice place to sit during a service. If there was no other door, other door is not available. I'm going to tell you, you have two doors. One is flesh, and to live in the flesh is to live in hell. Now and forever, all you have to do is, I've tried to share it with us over and again. Luke 16 reveals, if the book is true at all, Luke 16 is true. In hell, he lift up his eyes. 
In hell, he prayed. In hell, he could communicate with heaven. You just can't get out of hell when life is over. That's why I'm preaching hard. I'm preaching desperately. I am telling you that the way that prophecy is happening right now, we have a small length of time, and we don't want our kids to be birthed into this world and be left alone in a world of hell and darkness and limitations. I'm telling you, it is high time, the Bible said in Romans, it is high time for us to awaken to our opportunity. We are the redeemed of the Lord. If you know you are redeemed and you know you have power over Satan and you have power over hell, get with it. Don't be standing around scratching your head. Look unto Jesus. Find a prayer room and seek the face of God until peace that passes understanding fills your heart, fills your hands, and fills your mind. And you walk out the door of that house to face the devil and you tell your friends on the job let me tell you about Jesus let me tell you about the Holy Ghost let me tell you about the word of God let me tell you about the angels of the Lord let me tell you about the victory that overcomes the world there's salvation available how dare we talk about the limitations of life and not talk about the un believable portions of life. I wish you'd pray for somebody on your job right now or somebody that's in your friendship level that don't have the Holy Ghost and I want you to make a commitment to God while we're in this lesson. God, we're not going to let our friends down. We're going to study. We're going to exercise we're going to talk about God's stuff. We are going to enjoy our homes, our cars, our children, our life. But we are going to have a true vision of what happened to us. Somebody cared. Somebody shared. Somebody imitated you. And we decided to. Get a faith lift. Hallelujah. Could we just clap our hands to him? Hallelujah. As you can tell, my heart is so full. I wish somebody say, what if? What if the emotional ride gets over? It's one thing to feel the thrill of dancing and shouting at the house of God. But that should only be because that's what he requested. Praise his name in the dance. Praise his name with a loud voice. Praise his name with the clapping of your hands. Praise his name in the song, on the stringed instruments, upon the drums, upon the organ. Praise his name. He don't hold back anything. He shares with us the steps of faith and erases the what if it don't happen. What if it don't work? 
what if, and that's the devil's business to use what if. But the word of God says what if God didn't come. What if God can't do what he said he would do? We already have perfect pictures of it. Even the people that are the weakest in the faith of the Holy Ghost or, or the baptism in the name of Jesus and all of that other. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't imagine me stopping short when the glory of God is saying, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Brother Cody, could you help me a minute right, right quick? And if you just have to jump over a few benches, it's fine. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Uh, have you noticed that, that just being a husband is more than kissing and hugging? Amen. She's looking, you know. <laughs> have you know that just birthing a bunch of kids don't satisfy everything? Amen. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm about to burst. Can y'all tell? My heart is bleeding for our city. What if God wouldn't have called your husband? What if your children didn't have a Holy Ghost leader in y'all's family? What if there was no talking in tongues? What if we did not understand Howbeit in the Spirit we speak mysteries. For the Spirit itself, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit itself maketh intercession with the Father. Somebody say source. Uh, in the world, that's it. The creative world, the source of lights, the source of electricity, the source of steamboats, the source. We call him the Father of that creation. It's not hard to figure it out. It's what happens to the mind that the flesh wants to corrupt the beauty of fatherhood. And the father, the source of those kids. How many kids do y'all have already? What's the prospect? <laughs> Let me tell you how it works. <laughs> Those four are going to get some more, and each of them, if they have four, how many will you have? Sixteen plus the husbands or the... You know, this thing could spiral. <laughs> Don't you hate boring church? Don't you hate it when somebody promises you something they can't give you? He can't do that. He promised you one thing. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. I will give you power. I will give you a clean heart. I will give you a mind that will think on God level. And when you think on God level and you have Holy Ghost fire and power working in your life, you're not just belonging to a group. You're belonging to the body, the body of the head. And the head of the church is Jesus. I have no idea what time it is. Is it 1045 yet? I think it'd be good for me to stop preaching.
I want to say this before and while somebody comes to the musical instruments. And while some of you that would like to just renew your vow to him. Some of you that have never been born again of the water and the spirit. You've never known what it was to talk in tongues. All you did was talk in tongues when you were born. I promise you, you didn't speak French, English, or German. Just because you were born into a German home, you didn't speak German. You had to learn the voice. But howbeit in the spirit, we speak mysteries. Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, Paul said. He classifies talking in tongues as being a verbatim or a need. All you have to do is look in Acts, the second chapter, the eighth chapter, the tenth and the eleventh chapter, and the nineteenth chapter, where action of faith began. The reason it's called Acts is because they were taught faith in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But when they got to the book of Acts, these all catch it. Mary, the mother of Jesus, the brothers of Jesus, all spoke in tongues on the day of Pentecost in Acts, the second chapter. They were all in one accord in one place and suddenly there came from heaven a sound as a rushing mighty wind and there filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them and ladies and gentlemen I don't want to be an isolated part of a distant deity I want to be an integral part and I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost every day and so he says though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity he said you got to keep the love of God in your heart you can't divorce yourself from the love of the brothers and the love of the sisters and the love of all Almighty God and the love of the name of Jesus and the love of the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm about to have a rapture all by myself here this morning. I'm here to tell somebody this is your day. This is your day to straighten up the path. Make straight the Bible said the path because the path of the righteous leads to the glory of resurrection day when the trump of God shall sound and the dead in Christ did you catch that the dead in Christ when you're not dead or buried in the name of Jesus Christ you're not dead yet you're still resisting the plan neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee's gonna bow. Every tongue's gonna confess. The reason we baptize in the name of Jesus is because that's the only way they baptized them in the Bible. You can't find anybody baptized any other way in the Bible. That's the psychology of man trying to create their own door to heaven. There is no other door. And if you have any questions about any of this, please. I'm preaching pretty fervently, but I can preach. I can talk in the office soft. 
Every now and then I get up and have a little spell, but ladies and gentlemen, could we stand? And over this, all over this building, could we plead the blood of Jesus over Lamar County, over Paris, Texas, over our children, over our neighbors? God, give us a passion and give that passion a voice and give that passion an illustrated life of victory and glory. Would you sing it? This altar's open. If you need the Holy Ghost, I encourage you to come first. If you just want to come down and pray for your neighbors, if you just want to come down, sacrifice is always God's plan. He said, put a sacrifice on the altar, Abraham. We have allowed the flesh to control our days so long we don't have time to saute in the Holy Ghost much any longer. I've tried to cut it short so we all had at least five minutes to find an altar over this place. You can be standing and still be an altar. But I would encourage you to find a place in the sanctuary to get rid of the ifs and connect. All over this building, God is looking into this place. Please don't let the clock control your future. Howbeit in the spirit we speak mysteries. And the spirit of travail has got to come over the church in this last day. When Zion travails, sons and daughters will be born. Without the travail, there is no birth. It's just dead church. It's just dead religion.
we pray for our city, for every pastor in this general vicinity. Father, you have given us such a beautiful future. And we pray over every preacher in this county, over every group that gathers under your name. We pray for a revival of what Joel prophesied about. We pray over the future that you told us would happen. And I ask you, Lord, to give us the faith to endure hardness as a good soldier. In Jesus' name. God bless you today. Pray one for another. And those of you that want to continue to pray around the altar, please feel free to do so. If you've not been baptized in the name of Jesus, I encourage you. This is the day of salvation. Always. Now.